Hello, folks. This is your host, Dr. Graham Taylor. Before we jump into this week's episode, I have a special announcement. August 18th through the 20th, I've been invited to host a Triad Mental Health Summit. This virtual online conference showcases innovative trends and thought leaders in the mental health and behavioral health industry. Such speakers as Saj Razavi from the Psychedelic Somatic Institute, Kathleen Stengel from NeuroAbilities, Aaron Williams from the National Council, including live interviews I'll be conducting featuring Todd and Vanessa Steinberg from Comoso Design, Ron Anderson from Project Reclaim, and Lori Ignacio and Jody Gearson from the Hawaii Pro Bono Mental Health Center. This event is online and free to attend. So go to triadhq.com slash TMHS to learn more. Welcome to Behavioral Health Today, a podcast brought to you by the Triad Network. This podcast is designed to share trending topics occurring within the world and our communities and bring them a behavioral and mental health perspective. Welcome to Behavioral Health Today. I'm your host, Dr. Graham Taylor. My guest today is Drew Vernon. Drew is a marketing director at Tony's, a screen-free audio system recently named as one of Fast Company's most innovative education companies. Drew leads Tony's education, promoting screen-free learning with schools, libraries, and other education organizations. Previously, Drew was the brand manager for the Lego Group, where he created Prescription for Play, building a network of 2,000 pediatricians to connect half a million children with their first Lego play experience. Drew also founded the first state-licensed pay-by-the-hour child care center in Connecticut. Drew has an MBA in brand and product management from the University of Wisconsin, where he was recognized as one of eight to watch under 40. Drew is a dad, a podcaster, and childhood advocate. We're excited to have Drew with us today as we talk about the Toonie Box and the way that their audio book device is improving children's mental health. Drew, welcome to our show. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's great to be here. It's really nice to have you. You know, Drew, you are many things. You're one of eight to watch, you're a podcaster, a brand manager, but how has your role as a dad influenced being a childhood advocate and inspired your work with Tony's? Yeah, you know, I have been on a, a marketing journey and a dad journey, and I think a lot of this was shaped during COVID, actually. I was working at Lego, and the world shut down. I switched jobs, and I came over to Tony's, and it was during that time that my youngest child was in preschool, and, and she wasn't going to school, and so I took an opportunity to get to know her better. And we started a podcast. I called it Childhood. And nice. we just started sharing stories. And, and I think that has played into my journey and, and some of the work that I'm doing now at Tony's. I know both that, you know, in your prior life coming before you came into working with Tony's, you were working with, you know, the Lego group. And you also had started this first state license to pay by the hour child center in Connecticut. Talk about how those activities and that kind of mindset came into working with the Tony Box and influenced your work there? Yeah. So while I was at Lego, one of my most successful programs was something that I called Prescription for Play, which was encouraging parents to play with their kids for 15 minutes a day. And nice. what I ended up doing was partnering with pediatricians to prescribe it as part of a wellness checkup. So, you know, a parent would come in at 18 months or 24 months, the doctors would actually be giving them a card that says, play with your kids. And the success of that program sparked in me just the idea that when you are focused on 
improving the childhood experience, you can see some amazing things. And so that's what inspired my work at Tony's when I came over to this company to begin the education initiative and to start to work with teachers and librarians. And then the, the daycare, starting that and just seeing kids come in from different walks of life, some having better resources than others really helped inspire me as well. That's really good. Describe for us what the Tony Box is. Let's just jump in. What is a Tony Box and what is its intended goal? Yeah, this is a Tony Box. A couple of dads met on the board of a preschool together and they saw their kid's teacher was using CD player to play songs and stories in the classroom. They thought CDs are old. They scratch and they break. And most importantly, young children can't use them on their own. So they created this. It's a five-inch speaker cube. It's got a speaker and it's got kind of like a spongy pad for rough play. And it's got a platform and a couple of ears. The ears are the volume control. And if you wake up a Tony box and you put on a figure, it could be a, a Disney figure. It could be a literary character. We got Pete the Cat, Dr. Seuss. Any type of figure can go onto a Tony box and you can start to play it by putting it on the box. So it's designed for kids to use it on their own. Yes. And this is kind of soft, but I'll turn it up. And you can uh, change the track by tapping it. It's very tactile and, and importantly, it's screen free. And this became relevant during COVID when we were handing screens to kids, yeah. uh, media you know, among children, screen time has gone up up to 50% since COVID. Uh, so that's important. But this is a Tony Box designed to play songs and stories. Why was, why was that part of it important to you? I want to come back and talk about the different Tonys you have and kind of their their purpose and how you thought about those being a part of the Tony Box itself. But what was important about wanting to get kids off screens for you? Uh, this is something that I've been made aware of, especially during COVID. When you give a child a screen, it gives them the entire ex visual experience, and it's a very passive thing. And when you remove that screen, you're not only removing the blue light and you know preventing them from becoming you know entranced, but you're also giving them some of the re creative responsibility because if they hear mm. a story without a visual stimulus then they actually have to use their imagination and their creativity. And so it helps make them more creative when they're just listening rather than watching. I like that, giving them back the creative responsibility. What a, what a gift to give them, that they get to work at that, they get to let their, their, their creativity and their imagery and all the things that they fill in naturally when they listen and, and, and imagine things. What a great gift to give back to them, that creative responsibility. Who is this? Who is it? The is a Tony Box for different ages and and different folks. Who's it? Who's it made for? Uh, the the sweet spot, as we call it, is primarily kids aged two to five. A lot of preschool age. They're learning to talk. They're learning to listen to stories, which is the first step to literacy. We do offer kind of white noise and lullabies for younger kids and educational nonfiction content for some older kids. Very good. Are teachers using it in the classroom in any ways or? Yes. So when I came to Tony's, I started what I was then calling Tony's for Teachers. It's now Tony's for Teachers, Tony's for Librarians, Tony's for Healthcare. Nice. I'm rolling it all up into an education initiative, which is demonstrating the benefits to using this in a classroom or a library or a hospital. How might it be utilized in the classroom? Give me an example. So kids have different times during the day. Part of their day is about play. Part of their day is about sitting still. Part of their day is about, you know, getting active and getting their wiggles out. And part of their day is, is about reading. And so I've developed different centers 
that help kids with different types of activities and content based on how they are carrying out their day. You talked about a hospital setting. I can totally see it being helpful for a kid stuck in a hospital or in a recovery process. What a great gift for them to be able to use and have and kind of entertain themselves with. Yeah, a lot of uses in the hospital, especially when a, a child is removed or separated from a loved one. It's a great companion to have. Yeah, I'm going to come back and talk about the uh, My Tony's app that you guys have where there can be uh, an opportunity to record or whether it's a story or a song. I want to come back and talk about that and how helpful that could be maybe in a setting like that. I'm imagining that the elderly can also benefit from this audiobook tool, also from the Tony's itself and from the Tony box. What are some of the ways that you're seeing this Tony box and the various Tonys being in- implemented into their lives? Yeah, I mean, we're primarily focused to kids, but you mentioned the, the creative Tonys that are the blank ones. This is a tactile thing. So if you put in a story or music, you can put whatever audio you want. And this is something that an elderly person can hold. If they have arthritis, they can put it on the box and they can kind of operate a Tony box in a way that they might not be able to operate like an MP3 player or a smartphone. Really nice. In terms of childhood development, what are some of the features in the Tony box that kids grow in? So I mentioned the removal of the visual stimulus that helps with imagination skills and creativity skills. It's also a very tactile experience, as I mentioned as well. So it helps at the younger ages with fine motor skills. And it's it's the combination of the audio and the tactile play. So it's a little bit of a multi-sensory experience. We do a lot of work with children of special needs. They want predictable, controllable experiences. So nice. the repetition is very calming for them. And then I also like to talk a lot about the storytelling process and teaching kids how to tell better stories. And if you boil it down, the hero's journey for a kid is a hero overcoming a challenge to get to a reward or a treasure. And so I think that's also important to teach kids as part of their development, because if you give them stories with heroes, they learn how to become the heroes of their own story. We'll be right back after word from our sponsor. Continuing education is both a requirement and a learning opportunity, but finding the right CE provider can be challenging. AATBS, a triad company, offers continuing education for psychologists, social workers, marriage and family therapists, counselors, and behavior analysts. CE courses are available both individually and as part of our new All Access Pass. All Access Pass provides a library of over 250 unique courses. That's more than 800 hours of CEs, with new courses being added every month. As a special offer, Behavioral Health Today listeners can save 15% on CE purchases. Visit us at aatbs.com slash bht and enter promo code bht15 during checkout. That's aatbs.com slash bht. Check out our library and check off your CE requirements today. I love that. That's a kind of a lost part of our literacy, isn't it? It was just, it's been kind of robbed of us and other things, you know, whether things we see on posts or Instagram or those kinds of things of people acting things out or doing things. But that creative process, giving the kids that multi-sensory piece and the literacy piece through the hero, through envisioning themselves, they bring that into their world. That creates kind of a model for them, doesn't it? It does. And you give them a framework and you give them examples and they take those examples and they start to apply it to their own life. And and it's muscle. You know, you talk about creativity. It's something that you have to work on and you have to develop and get better at. 
Yeah. How do you guys promote or how are you seeing parents interact with their kids around the Tony Box? I think parents interact with it in different ways. You know, we don't mean to replace parent-child time. You know, it's very important to read to your kids. We're a supplement to that, though. So a parent can use this at different times of the day. Maybe it's in the morning when the kids get up at 5.30 or 6 in the morning and parents want to keep sleeping. You know, you can train a child to put on a story. It could be part of a bedtime routine. So we actually launched a sleep brand that's helping kids calm down and wind down. And we we did independent research showing that it significantly benefited the bedtime process. So anything in between, you know, playtime, reading time, parents can use this as, as a versatile tool to help entertain and engage a child. I wanted to come to that next, actually. I'm glad you're kind of talking about that, the bedtime ritual and helping with sleep. This is an autonomous device. Kids, like you said, get to use it themselves and you're incorporating opportunities for there to be calm, relaxation, maybe mindfulness at that time, promoting sleep. I think it's got a nighttime light as well. Expand a little bit of kind of a picture for us of how this is implemented at nighttime and bedtime rituals. Yeah, it was really interesting when we did the research because we thought at first that it was going to be about shortening bedtime because, you know, if you're trying to get the kids to bed and get to sleep and you want to get along with your evening. But we found actually that's not necessarily the goal. Some parents really enjoy the bedtime process. So it's about improving it, whether that means getting your kids to sleep so you can relax, that might be one way. Or maybe it's about bonding and quality time together. And and so whether you're using it to speed up or to improve the process, there's a variety of different content that can help you with what you're trying to achieve. There are various different stories and Tony's. How do how does that get selected? Talk to us about that part. So we uh, we license with all of the major partners in children's entertainment and education, everything from Disney to Dr. Seuss to you know Dora the Explorer, Pete the Cat. But we also have our own in-house production studio as well. So we create our own content. And it's really case by case basis. So we're trying to have all of a child's favorite characters on the entertainment side, because I'm very passionate about the educational angle, but you know, to a lot of parents and families, this is a great way to, to enjoy Disney music. So this could be a Disney player. This could be a white noise machine. This could be whatever you're trying to, to get out of the audio experience. Are these stories kind of thematically organized or created and do you have different categories of stories? The Disney Tony, for example, will usually have four or five of the songs from the film that it comes from, and then it'll have about a 15-minute abbreviated version of the story itself. So that can have anywhere from 30 to 45 minutes of content. For older kids, we might have National Geographic, for example, be 60 minutes of content about dinosaurs or space. And then if it's a music Tony, it could be something that's just a track list of, you know, this is our Lori Berkner Tony. She's a popular children's musician. This awesome. is a track list of one of her CDs. Very cool. How many Tonys do you have altogether? Well, I mentioned we started in Germany in 2016. They've got up over, I think, six or 700 in German. Wow. We started over when we launched in 2020. And we have, I think, a little over 150 in the U.S. And we're launching new ones almost every week. We talked earlier about the recording feature where, for example, a grandparent could record a story or sing a song for their grandchild. And this is through the My Tony's app. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So these I'm showing on the screen here for the viewers, for the listeners, they've got pointy little ears. These ones are blank. 
and they can be recorded with up to 90 minutes of customized content. So that can be existing content like a CD, or that could be your own recording. So if you're a grandparent and you live across the country or across yeah. town for grandchild, you can read them a bedtime story or a special message and they can hear from you anytime. I personally think that's one of the coolest features of this, how, how personal that could be, what a nice legacy that could be handed down, you know, what a nice feature that is. Uh, it's a great feature. We hear from a lot of the military families who are deployed. Oh, yeah. There's just so many uh, different kind of cases to, to use one of these. That's really good. From what I'm seeing, you guys, about 5 million of these sold at this point. And where, where are you seeing some of the next steps going for Tony's? Uh, well, we've only been in the U.S. for less than three years. So we've just gotten into Nationwide at Target, for example. We'll be going into Walmart in the fall so we're we're trying to make ourselves more available from a distribution standpoint, but also from a content standpoint, I'm really trying to demonstrate and enhance the educational benefits, both from a developmental standpoint, as well as just broadening our content into different topics. As you demonstrate these things, is there any research being done or anything you're kind of hypothesizing that you're taking a look at? There is, yeah. So I did an independent sleep study. We found that 92% of parents who struggle with bedtime found benefit to using the Tony nice. Box. Nice. The next phase of that research, which is going to publish next month, is looking at the cognitive development and the improvement to vocabulary. Fantastic. There was some pretty famous research done in the 90s showing that children who hear 21,000 words per day are more likely to go to and finish high school and college. And they measure that over time. And, and that's a recent idea of mine is just to show that the Tony Box can be used to teach vocabulary and expose children to a variety of different words that they might not otherwise be exposed to. That's really exciting, Drew. That's, that's Those are some pretty cool things to be looking at, both the sleep and the improvement of that and just the kind of quality. But bedtimes are always hard. Good night. You know, one more story, glass of water, and you know, child's a little restless. What a what a great time to kind of wind down the day, and maybe have some bonding moments or a nice, peaceful, calming time for the child to go into that you know that nice, restful sleep. But what a cool thing too about the twenty one thousand words. I didn't know about that. Had a great greater likelihood to go to college, graduate from high school, and what a nice piece to have involvement in, to be a part of providing some of those words that a child gets to be exposed to. Yeah. Yeah. It's autonomous. As you mentioned, it's on demand. And so if you don't have a parent around or if it's a after school, it's something that a child can reliably go to and hear a story from. Really nice. What kind of feedback are you hearing from the, maybe the users themselves, maybe some of the kids and their experience, but just the parents that are purchasing these, maybe grandparents as well, teachers, what's the feedback you've got? The feedback is that it helps kind of de-overstimulated child, you know, talking about removing the screen is just part of the mm. stimulation. And so behavior improves when, when kids are not overstimulated. We do get some requests for, you know, different bells and whistles, and we're taking that into account for next generation. But by and large, the feedback is positive and, you know, we get a lot of requests for specific characters and, and things that people would like to see. Really good. Really good. Well, I know we're kind of winding down on our time today, but I would love our listeners to be able to follow up with you. Just the work you're doing and the Tony boxes, give us some resources, would you? Yeah, sure. So we have developed a, a growing community based on interest. So we have the Tony's for Teachers group, Tony's for Librarians group, Tony's for Healthcare 
professionals group. And we also have an ambassador program for people who want to donate a free Tony box to their local community organization. That's called Tony's on Foot. And we're accepting applications for that as well. But I would encourage people to reach out to me on LinkedIn to connect with me or to find me on Facebook for more information. Really good. And if they want to go take a look at what the Tony's are, I did recently and prep for this show. And I got a chance to watch a video of the Tony box working. And what's the link for that? Our website is tonys.com, T-O-N-I-E-S.com. And you can also follow us on Instagram at tonys.us. Really good. Really good. Well, Drew, I sure appreciate you having, you know, an opportunity to be with us today here. And I love the fact that you're giving kids back the responsibility for their creativity. I, I love that. And I love you're providing opportunities, kind of a conduit for parents and kids to come together as well. So really nice they've done on this. And thanks for being on our show today. It's been my pleasure. Thank you again so much for having me. Thank you so much. And I also want to thank you to our listeners for dropping by and joining Drew and me today. It's always great to have you with us. Regarding this episode today, I want to remind you that it and its resources and all of our other episodes can be found on our webpage at tryathq.com slash BHT. So check out our webpage, tryathq.com slash BHT and explore our archive of podcasts and resource materials. Thanks again for being with us on the show. And we look forward to having you back with us next time on Behavior Health Today. We appreciate all the support from our community. And if you like our show, one of the best ways you can support it is by giving us a five-star rating and leaving a review. Behavioral Health Today is a podcast part of the Tribe Network, all rights reserved.